does it get any better than Chicago food? From longtime favorites to newly opened locations, Italian beef joints to pizza places, burritos to sushi, Chicago's very own eats celebrates a wide range of food and restaurants in the greater Chicagoland area. Hosts Kevin Powell and Michael Piff welcome you into their daily food talk in the WGN Radio break room as they discuss their latest foodie adventures, their top five lists, the latest social media arguments, interviews with chefs, and conversations with local celebs about their favorite places to eat. This is Chicago's Very Own Eats. Welcome into Chicago's Very Own Eats. I'm Kevin Powell. On this episode, myself and Mike Piff took a visit to Billy Goat, the location on Lower Michigan. We talk with Bill Cianis, third-generation owner of Billy Goat, the history of it. You would talk about some off-menu secret burgers that we ended up trying. It was a great trip to Billy Goat. Always love stopping by. And we also, which is you know right around the corner from Billy Goat, is the great Chicago Riverwalk. And we've talked about it a bit before on this podcast. We figured on a nice day, why don't we stop and just post up and record a little bit on the Riverwalk and uh, talk a little bit about spots we like on the Riverwalk and things we like about it. So this is episode 15. Here was our conversation with Bill Cianis at Billy Goat. All right, we are live at Billy Goat Tavern with third generation owner Bill Cianis. Third generation, yeah. (laughs) Uh, What is it about Billy Goat? Because the location we're at is the one I think most famous is one way to put it. It's the one below Tribune Tower where, of course, a lot of reporters used to come hang out. There's still still some reporters that come down and hang out. I know when we were at Trib Tower, I would like to pop down here. But what is it about this place that keeps bringing people back? Well, I mean, throughout the years, there's a different uh, history um, from the time it started before this location, 1934, with my great uncle, and um, finding a goat outside the place and using it as a mascot. He, you know, he used it as a promotion uh, to go to different games and different events. So he built that, you know, started building that history, and... Um, and then throughout the years, with a curse and then a Saturday Night Live skit, uh, it just built upon each, o- each other. And people created their own memories here then coming. So they used to, so they came here, you know, for the, to meet uh, Mike Royko or different reporters that used to come here. Uh, then they wanted to see their Saturday Night Live skit. Then they wanted to see where the curse came from. And once they came here, then they formed their own memories. And I think that's what kept, keeps it going. Um, it's one of those places too where you know you walk in you see construction workers nurses coming in um but then you see the tourists too which i think is cool it's every time you come here people are taking pictures i know you've probably been asked this a million times but what's the background from the snl sketch well um before center live uh don novello uh who was father guido sarducci on the the old uh, skits he used to do advertisement here in chicago uh i think for leo burnett and he used to come here for lunch uh, with uh, the staff and everybody, uh, and back then my uncle, my great uncle, was still here with my dad, um, and my dad was behind the counter yelling cheeseburger, cheeseburger, cheeseburger with a with a different uh, you know people ordering. Uh, with with everybody else, uh, the staff was either a relative or somebody Greek that you know was from the same village or something. Um, but most of them they didn't know much English; they just knew what was on the menu. So when you came up to order, you know, what do you have? Cheeseburger. Next, cheeseburger, cheeseburger. They would ask for fries. You'd say, no fries, chips. And they asked for Pepsi, no Pepsi, Coke. And that was, uh, they only knew what was on the menu. They're trying to tell you, but it sounded like you were getting yelled at. And they were yelling it back at the, co- the, the cook. So it was like a big event. 
and he went through that Donavello, uh, and also my great uncle. Um, he was a he was a character, so you know he would go around, and uh, if somebody had long hair at that time, he would have this uh, rubber mallet and would just hit him on the head and say, "Go get a haircut," or you know, "Stop bothering the, the lady next to you," or something. And he got hit a few times. So when he went to Saturday Night Live. Uh, John Belushi, Bill Murray, they were from Chicago. Uh, they had been here before. Uh, Belushi was a big Mike Royko fan, so he would come here to see Mike Royko and different things. So th- everybody knew about the Billy Goat when they got there, and Donavello wrote the skit, and then Belushi wanted to name it Olympia Diner after his father's place. And uh, they all got together, and they made the skit after that. I love it. No, I saw, speaking of people who come back here, I saw Bill Murray was back here recently with NBC. And is he someone that comes in regularly? And I, I also just love that you guys embrace, you know, you embrace the sketch and everything like that. So what is that like for you guys? Yeah, um, before Bill Murray started making more uh, movies, and um, he used to come here with his kids and uh, at least a few times a year. Uh, and we still get some of the Saturday Night Live sca- uh, staff uh, now, you know Will Will Ferrell, um, a few other like newer staff that newer characters that I uh, just wanted to see, you know where Belushi came and Bill Murray comes and uh, just to be part of the Saturday Night Live uh, family, I guess. Um, but yes, yeah, they still come in every so. <laughs> Who are some other celebrities that have made their way? How many locations total do you guys have now? Uh, eight locations. Eight locations. This one is probably the most popular, I would guess. Um, who, who are some celebrities? Politicians coming through still? Uh, I mean, we've had presidents, you know, President uh, Bush, Clinton, Hillary Clinton, uh, Al Gore, um, you know, uh, s- some of the local politicians come in. Um, it, it's, it's a place for pretty much everybody, you know, so they come in, you could sit next, you know, this table could be just a construction people and then the next table could be a president you know it's like uh it's it's everybody comes here and we've had like families where you know they grew up coming here and then now they're bringing their kids to come here so it's like different generations you see and it's it's a nice feeling you know it feels like somebody's coming to your house you know (laughs) well it does feel that way like that's why i would you know frequently visit because it felt you get to know the bartenders and some other people that hang out at the bar but it is a spot where you can get lunch or, you know, you come around on a Friday night, a lot of the, you know, after-work crowd is here, too. Yeah. No, we still, um, now the offices are starting to come back little by little. Uh, but, you know, once the offices let out, you would get packed with uh, people from around here, from hotels, um, the Tribune, sometimes before. Um, so it was a big, good mix. Uh, and it still continues to be like that. We just have new new. St- uh, new companies that are around here that people come in after work. Well, I love the Billy Goat cheeseburger. I know that's what you're famous for, and I really do. It's it's a simple burger. It's a good bun right off the grill. I like to add a little run, uh, onion and some pickle. Um, but just talk about the menu. It's a very your salad diner type menu. Yeah. So we, I mean, the burgers are 100% pure beef. We try to keep it a little bit lean, so like 85, 15. Um, so it's not it's fat just enough fat for the thin patty uh, and we use a thinner patty it's about like a uh, doubles like about a quarter pound so we we just say doubles the best because a quarter pound is a good size you know 
Uh, but you could get triple, four patties, five patties. Somebody's had like 18 patties at one sitting. <laughs> so you could build it as much as you want. Um, so the, the burger is simple. Uh, we just put Amer- American cheese on there, and you get uh, pickles, onions, ketchup, mustard. You want, you could set it up yourself. Um, we have a couple burgers that we uh, created afterwards, like the Chris Breaker, um, which we won at the Burger Fest, the best burger, uh, a couple years ago. So we. And what's on that one again? That's a spicy one, right? That's a spicy. So we put uh, grilled onions, bacon, and jalapeno on there, and it's pretty good. Uh, I love your breakfast, too. When I worked the morning show, we would come come here after the show. I don't know if everybody knows that, but you should get breakfast at Billy Goat if you haven't, ha- haven't had it. Yeah, we, I mean, we do the whole, we do uh, uh, hash browns, bacon eggs, uh, omelets. Um, but people like also the breakfast sandwiches because it's a good, you know, grab-and-go sandwich. It has a Kaiser roll with a bacon and egg. You put cheese on there. It's uh, it's a good sandwich. That was my go-to, the sausage, egg, and cheese. It was delicious. I'm making involuntary noises over here just listening <laughs> to you guys talk about it. Now, I, you can confirm nor deny, or deny this, but I've heard rumblings of a secret menu. And for our hardcore you know, Chicago food fans who are going to be listening to this, can you tell us a little bit about this secret menu? Well, yeah, there's been a couple well, a couple of those burgers, like the Curse Breaker was a secret burger, and people were uh, ordering that. Then, uh, another burger that was kind of secret was the Obama burger. Uh, and that's crea- that was created during Obama's uh, campaign. After they were campaigning, the, their staffers would come here. And a couple of them said, I want, I want an Obama burger, which is a bacon-egg uh, mix, grilled onions on a double cheeseburger. So now that burger is out there too now, uh, but it was created from the staff, so they would just come in. They say, "I want an Obama," and we know what so it. If was. I come in here and order the Obama, you guys will make that. So that's the that's the burger. Good to know. I've been here so many times. I didn't know about a secret menu at Billy Go. This is good to know. This is why you partner with me, guys. <laughs> um, one other. Uh, the private room you guys have, which I know is new-ish, um, I think you guys made that kind of right before the pandemic. But if you know, we did a, I think we did like a fantasy baseball draft in there, or a March Madness bracket, or something. It's a very cool at this, at this location, the private room over there. Yeah, we um, before it was like a, it was a storage area, and uh, when we did the somewhat renovation in here, um, we we had to, we replaced like all the electric plumbing uh, all the inner or new bathrooms uh, but we kept the walls and everything else the same so when you people after we reopened people came in here like what did you do here it's still like the same scuffed up uh, walls and stuff but that's what we wanted we wanted to keep the same place but then we created that room for uh for like private events uh you could fit like 50 people in there um and uh, We've had different events. We've had, uh, you know, some radio stations have their uh, off-site uh, stations here. Um, we've had birthday parties. We've had uh, anything you want, uh, drafts. And, uh, drafts. I think we did, um, WGN Radio did an election night coverage, and we posted up in there. It's it's a cool room if you're looking for something for a, a private event and come down to this historic place as well. Anything else about Billy Goat that you want to uh, share that maybe we haven't covered? Um, I mean, throughout the years that... You know, it's it's been um, developed through different memories and different stories, and, uh, and that's what's created the, its history. And uh, you walk in here, and like the the walls talk to you. You see all these pictures, and um, 
that's that's what's so special to me about this place. I grew up here. It feels like it does. It feels like home, you know. But um, you know, if I, when I walk around, I just it reminds me of all the different uh, events that's happened here throughout the years, um, and uh, you know the great people that have been here uh, and people that still come in. So I think that's what promotes Billy Goat uh, as a Chicago place. That you know that's. It's part of history of Chicago, but it's also part of history of different people that have been here, you know, different memories and stuff. So that, I think that's what makes it special, you know. You do feel it. Like, the moment you walk in here, all the uh, the history on the walls and, and just everything. And then you guys do have a, a beer, because a couple beers yeah. and the burger patties, right? We can get those at stores? Yeah, so now we... Um the burgers we have a uh, frozen patties you could get the uh, s- the little patties the six uh, the boxes that come in t- with ten patties uh, it's, it's like a two ounce patty and then you also have the third of a pound patty so you get either option and you have them at Jewel Walmart uh, Pete's Mariano's um, so you could check your local uh, place and get a burger you could have like a Billy Goat uh, uh, barbecue on the on the Fourth of July. Well, then we also have the beer, so we have a Pilsner and IPA, um, and you can get that for your for your uh, liquor. So you could have a good uh, Billy Goat party. <laughs> I love it. He's Bill Sianis, third generation owner. Uh, Billy Goats. I'm getting hungry, Mike. I think we should get ourselves some burgers. That's what I'm planning on doing. <laughs> I I have been looking forward to this for like a week. <laughs> Bill, thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, thanks to Bill Sianis for jumping on the podcast. Always great to visit Billy Goat. Get a burger. We tried the Obama burger, and it was very good. It's a burger with an egg and some bacon and some grilled onions. It was a, it was a fun stop. And right around the corner, obviously, is the Chicago Riverwalk, and Mike and I have talked about that a bit. And uh, we figured, why don't we just post up for a little bit on a beautiful day in the summer here in Chicago. And uh, here was our conversation from the Riverwalk. All right, we are live from the Chicago Riverwalk. We're at about States and the River, I want to say, something like that. And uh, you and I, Mike, just decided to record the podcast here on the Riverwalk. Not anything necessarily specific we wanted to discuss, other than the fact that it's beautiful out, and this was a great reason for us to record the podcast on the Riverwalk. Yeah, I don't think we should go back to the office today. I know you have a shift later, but... Maybe you could just do your hits from here. I also just want to tell my bosses, I'm not coming back. It's too nice out. I think you could get away with it because you can do like the work from home thing. I need to be in the studio, but it is absolutely perfect. And you and I have touched on the Riverwalk before in previous episodes about how much we like the Riverwalk. And, you know, since they kind of transformed it over recent years, and maybe I just recently discovered it, it's it's awesome. And it's such a great spot to be in the summer a lot of people watching as we uh, record this mic there are multiple selfies being taken and uh instagrammers and whatnot but it is very photogenic every time i'm on the river walk I, I think i snap at least one picture because you have the bridges just the way the sun hits it obviously all the architecture surrounding it but it's just uh i guess we're the hype man for the chicago river walk today yeah and if you need a good gauge of if chicago is back Walking the Riverwalk is a good way to do it. There are so many people out here, either people coming out to take their lunch break, tourists. We have people on boats. Why am I not on a boat right now? Get on a boat. A lot of architecture tours. That's that's also on the agenda. It's fun to play tourists in your own city sometimes. I'm actually going to be doing that tomorrow. We're, I'm taking tomorrow off, taking a date day with my wife, and 
We're going to start over at the uh, Lincoln Park Zoo and then do a 90-minute uh, river uh, architecture tour. I will wave from you from our uh, 17th floor <laughs> studios because we're constantly seeing them go by. The radio station is at... Uh, Columbus and the river essentially okay so I've walked the it's about a mile essentially from like lake and the river and you can basically take it all the way to Navy Pier um, and it's a full mile of multiple bars I'm a big fan of Northman's which is right by the radio station they have some live music they have a lot of craft beers it's it's I would think one of the more popular spots on the Riverwalk just because it's a great atmosphere and they have lots of seating and things like that. What are some of your spots on the Riverwalk you like? So Northman's one of my favorites, too. I feel like the Cider Bar is a very underrated thing in the city. They used to have a spot over in Lincoln Square, North Center area, and so I'm glad they still have this spot here. City Winery is one of my favorites. That was a perfect date spot, you know, to surprise you know your date with, and, and I'm pretty sure my wife will agree with me. That's one of our our best spots out here also i'm a big fan of the chicago brew house out here they've got you've got the river level spot as well as street level so you can get kind of both aspects there and really i think if you are a huge uh, jimmy buffett fan go further down by navy pier there is a an awesome tiki bar yes the tiki bar is uh just uh i guess east of columbus right so right below the radio station and it's about it's the last bar on the riverwalk if you're going east and it's just got my ties and tropical drinks and things like that and yes it's a good spot if you're a parrot head or something like that um and there goes another boat with people having a great time in the sunshine also do those people have jobs i don't i mean we're the ones sitting on the riverwalk too right now mike so <laughs> i think people find ways to get out of the office and have some fun jealous That's um if you go all the way down west towards when the Riverwalk kind of starts by Lake Street, there's a big green patch of lawn and some mm-hmm. chairs, and it's a great spot just to chill and hang out. I used to work across the street from there. Uh, the NBC Sports uh, uh, station was at, like basically the basement of the Sun-Times building, and to f- you know get our daily sunshine in because we didn't have windows was to actually to go across to that lawn area sit in one of those little patio chairs there and uh, just take in the sun the water is back to looking almost normal after being turned green for st patrick's day would you because by by city winery and is it what what is it tiny tap tap. so over there you can kind of just sit right on the water would you like would you would you dip your feet in the chicago river mike I haven't yet because I'm terrified of it. <laughs> I don't think I would either. I have a little bit of a, some science insight into this, though, because my wow, uncle, you're going science on us. Science. Uh, my uncle Bruce is a, a marine biologist, and I took him out here. Just wanted to show him the river walk, and he started analyzing what was in the river. He said, "It's not too bad." Don't worry. Hey, not too bad's good enough for me. Uh, in terms of the food, have you had a chance to eat on the river walk? It's more of a Better spot to drink, I think. I don't not necessarily because there isn't great food here, but I think people typically come just to hang and have a drink or two and then head out. But I know Northman's has a pretty good lineup on their menu. I've tried some stuff there, some sausages, hot dogs, and whatnot. Anything you've eaten on the Riverwalk that stands out? I've done charcuterie over at City Winery before. That's always a good call. There are places if you're across the way from like these, you know, bars that we're talking about. You have your Chicago cuts on the river. Um, Dick's Last Resort for people who need an adult Ed DeBevix. Um, I think isn't um, Beatnik. Beatnik on the river is kind of like 
along. I would love to go there someday. I don't know if you've been. I have not. Uh, Smith and Walensky. You've got Pizzeria oh, Portofino. So this this is all. All the restaurants are typically on the you know the north side of the river. The river walks on the south side of the river. Um, Pizzeria Pizzeria Portofino is a great spot. You have an RPM spot as well. Um, it's just a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun and. It's a good change of pace, one from your work day, two from your just regular life, because, like, you don't get this anywhere else. Every time I walk on the river and I take a photo, I just have to say the river is undefeated. It's one of the best views and atmospheres we have here. I actually proposed to my wife at the uh, River Point. And she said yes? Well, yes, she said yes. She's, it worked out. It was during the pandemic, too, and so it felt like we had the city to ourselves, like, very early on in it, so... Yeah, if you need a good place to propose, River Point's your spot. You think you guys were the first ones to propose there? I do think so, and I saw <laughs> two years later, I think Ian Happ was doing the same thing, so I'm pretty sure he ripped me for that one. I'm sure he did. I'm sure he saw your post, Mike, and was like, I'm going to do that. Um, anything else you want to highlight on the uh, Riverwalk here? I had a nice salad to bring for lunch, and I forgot it. It's in the fridge right now, and I'm going to maybe have to pick up some food. You know, we should get something on the way. Over, I do want to point out, uh, Beat Kitchen on the river probably is a good spot for us. They have, you know, they have a spot over, I think it's Roscoe Village, Lincoln Park area, where they have, it's a very small concert venue, and every once in a while, a Hannibal Burris or an Amy Schumer will show up there. So just think of that mindset and go sit on the river here with some drinks and a little, little like, probably apps. Apps sound good, right? Love a good app. Love a good charcuterie board. You mentioned that. I had a dynamite charcuterie board a couple weeks ago at a place called Marquesa. I don't know if you've been there, Mike. It's a French French restaurant. Wells and Grand. Dynamite charcuterie board. But this was a fun little getaway for us um, here on the podcast from the river, Riverwalk on Chicago's Very Own Eats. All right, that was episode 15 of Chicago's Very Own Eats. For Mike Piff, I'm Kevin Powell. Thank you to Bill Sianis for jumping on the podcast. This was, a, this was a fun one. Thank you for listening, and thanks to Ernie Scatton for his help producing the podcast as well. Thank you for listening. Have a great day. This is Chicago's very own Eats. Chicago's very own Eats.